Hello and welcome back to the Daily Weekly Podcast. Now, I know we've had a little hiatus, it's been a little break, but we're back, at least for the rest of this month. Who knows beyond that, you know, we live busy lives, but if all goes to plan, and it, it has to now because I'm saying it, this is, I think, episode seven of season four. Um, I don't know which episode number this is overall, but anyway. Um, and so this is going out on Saturday, the 9th of April, 2022, on the YouTube channel. And on Monday, the 11th of April, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. But on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, at the time of release, that is Wednesday, the 13th of April, it's our second birthday or second anniversary. I kind of use the terms interchangeably, but that date marks two years since the first episode of the Daily Weekly Podcast released. And to mark that occasion, there is a special episode. Jake and I are reuniting to record a podcast episode the old-fashioned way, just like how we did two years ago. And it's coming out on that day, releasing on the Daily Weekly Show YouTube channel. So if you're watching this podcast in the video format, this is on the podcast channel. But for this kind of throwback milestone occasion, that episode is on the show channel, because that's where the podcast started. And it's Let's not go into a long discussion about how I should have made the show. Uh, what? It, yeah, because I made the decision to separate the channels and all that stuff. And well, let's just not go into that right now. Anyway, on to today's episode. Oh, I mean, if you're someone who doesn't watch the video versions of these podcasts, then all the YouTube channels don't mean nothing to you. The podcast has never changed for you audio guys. It's stayed the same. I mean, there might be some slight audio changes over the course of the episodes, but other than that, it's the same podcast you know and love, even when it's just me or if the episodes are shorter. But hey, it's still about movies and TV, which in today's episode, we're talking about the celebrities who left Hollywood for normal jobs. Obviously, these are former actors and actresses who thought, you know what? Hollywood just isn't for me, and hey, it's not for everyone. I mean, I can't say I'm speaking. I'm saying that as if I like I've been there. Like, hey, yeah, it's, it's not for everyone. I've been to Hollywood. That's not for me. No, not yet. Maybe one day if this suddenly blows up and I become like a a famous actor or a famous podcaster or a famous radio host, you know, that would be totally rad, as they say in Hollywood. I don't know if they actually say that. They probably don't, but. Anyway, on with today's episode. And I should probably stop talking in this voice. I don't know what it is, but uh, anyway. <clears throat> so, you know the you know how it works. We'll be sharing our thoughts on a variety of movies and TV shows. And, of course, we'll be discussing the latest entertainment news. So, if that sounds good to you, consider subscribing. You know, we talk about other topics just like this one. And, well, if you don't know already, we're already a few minutes in, but I'm your host, Bradley. So, as always, check out all the links in the description or find us on social media at The Daily Weekly or at Daily Weekly Cast or just search up The Daily Weekly. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I think that's just it. But, you know, the big three, that's where we are. So you can come and follow us to sometimes see some exclusive stuff. Or, you know, if we put up a new podcast episode or a new YouTube video, then... Uh, you know, there might be a poll or an interactive story of some sort, so do check that out as well. And if you are enjoying this, be sure to like, 
leave a comment, subscribe or follow and just share with your friends, you know, hey, I know someone who might like this episode, I'm going to send it their way. Well, maybe you should do that. Just to clarify, before I get angry commenters or people, I don't know, sending in messages saying, these people still do acting, they're still actors. Well, yes, some of them do, but some of them don't. You know, they might spend more time doing other things or like raising a family or some major complete U-turn, such as giving up Hollywood altogether and becoming a painter. Well, each to their own. So, number one on my list, we have Sarah Michelle Gellar. Now, Sarah Michelle Gellar was a major actress known for starring in Buffy, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where she played the titular role, and as Daphne in the live-action Scooby-Doo films directed by James Gunn, some of the finest adaptations in cinema history, if I do say so myself. She's also one half of one of Hollywood's favourite celebrity couples, a status she shares with her husband and former co-star Freddie Prinze Jr. The couple welcomed a couple of kids, hmm, try saying that ten times fast, uh, together, and then Sarah Michelle turned her interest to starting up her non-GMO cooking and baking companies, which is just one of her post-Buffy interests. She also published a cookbook in 2017, although... Typical Brad didn't write down the name of said cookbook, so nobody knows what it is. I'm sure if you Google Sarah Michelle Gellar cookbook, then it's probably going to come up. And of course, number two on our list has to be her husband. Well, it doesn't have to be, but I did also talk about this couple in our acting couples who fell in love on set. So if you want to hear more about that, then check that episode out. I'll put a link in the description, or you can find it wherever you get these podcasts. It'll be there as well. So, Freddie Prince Jr. is known for playing Fred in the Scooby-Doo live-action movies and for also being the husband of Sarah Michelle Gellar, if that wasn't obvious enough already. The pair have remained relatively low-key compared to some other Hollywood couples, with the number of big roles getting smaller over the years. He even went to work for WWE, where he served as a writer, producer, director, after being being known for a huge fan of the franchise. He spent a couple of years with them. It was pretty interesting. I didn't know that. So, when I was doing my research and that, I came across that, I was... Surprised to say the least. Number three is Cameron Diaz. Now, who doesn't know Cameron Diaz? Honestly, she was like a megastar. But in 2014, Cameron Diaz starred in her final three movies, The Other Woman, Sex Tape, and Annie, which was her final film role. And she hasn't starred in any film since then. Her last TV appearance, however, was a guest on The Drew Barrymore Show in 2020. In 2019, Cameron Diaz told In Style, the way I look at it, is that I've given more than half of my life to the public. I feel it's okay for me to take the time for myself now to reorganise and choose how I want to come back into the world. If if I decide to, I don't miss performing. And that's totally fair enough. It's like, you know, you can you can lead your life however you want to. And if she wants to take a step back, that's totally cool. She's made countless great movies, very enjoyable. I do quite like her as an actress. And hey, if she wants to come back, then, well, fair, fair play to her. But you know, we all have other things to do. And one of those things was where she's since departed the big screen, she's turned her talents to writing and has released two self-help wellness themed books, the body book and the longevity book in 2013 and 2016, respectively. After her appearance in Annie, Diaz announced in 2018 that she had formally retired from acting. However, sources report that Cameron will reprise her role as Princess Fiona in a possible upcoming fifth Shrek movie. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely just rumour. I think we've all heard that one, that, oh, Shrek 5 is finally coming out. And if it does, well, all the re- cast are reuniting. I would be up for it. 
I think Shrek 4 came out 12 years ago, so um, doesn't seem to be much luck with the sequel just yet, but who knows? Sometimes they do that these days, you know, years go by and sequels come out, but there's just no development on the Shrek yet. Although there was that new Puss in Boots movie with Antonio Banderas reprising his role, but the animation was just weird. So I don't know how well that was received. Number four on the list is none other than Gene Hackman, who, I'll be honest, embarrassingly, I wasn't even sure if he was still alive. But at the time of recording, God hope nothing happens to him. He's still alive and well, retired now, but hey, good for him, you know, he's in his 90s, the man can take a break. So Eugene Allen Hackman was born in 1930 on January the 30th, and he's an American retired actor and novelist. In a career that has spanned more than six decades... Hackman has won two Academy Awards, four Golden Globes, one Screen Actors Guild Award, and two BAFTAs. One of his most iconic roles would have to be Lex Luthor, where he famously didn't want to shave shave his head, or something to that effect. That might have been just a rumour, but obviously Lex Luthor is known for being bald, and he had a full head of hair in that 1978 Christopher Reeve Superman movie. Gene Hackman retired from acting in 2004, when he was 74 years old. And since then, he continued his novel writing until 2013. In a 2009 interview with Empire, Hackman said that the straw that broke the camel's back when it came to his acting career was that when he took a stress test, the doctor advised me that my heart wasn't in any kind of shape that I should be putting it under any stress. I mean, yeah, of course. You don't want to have a... I think a health scare would kind of make anybody think twice about the things that they're doing. So, hey, if that was too much, then, you know, you've got to take a step back. Just like Bruce Willis has done recently, you know, it's very a brave thing to do for him to actually say, do you know what, I can't do this anymore and I need to step back. But fair play to the man. He continued to work until he couldn't anymore. And, you know, I respect that massively. That's huge admiration for him. But, yeah, you know, once again, I it's embarrassing that I didn't know Gene Hackman was still alive. But, you know, after your double retirement, it's fair that you can completely shut off from public eye because I, yeah, I just hadn't heard from him much, but, you know, fair play to the man. Number five on my list is Nikki Blonsky. Now, this might be someone who you've not heard of, because she only really had one major hit in a Hollywood film. That was Hairspray. So, Nikki Blonsky blew people away with her iconic role as Tracy in 2007 Hairspray, alongside major actors like John Travolta, Zac Efron, uh, who else was it, James Marston. There was loads of them. It was an good cast and it's a pretty enjoyable movie after that performance Blonsky failed to land major roles like the one she had scored in Hairspray in 2011 Blonsky earned a cosmetology license and began working part time as a hairstylist and makeup artist in a hometown of Great Neck New York and in 2020 she launched her video blogging series on her Instagram account in which she chats with other celebrities so you know it's kind of not your typical chat show talk so talk so talk show host. It's like that kind of backseat, you know, casual pandemic catch up thing. But hey, fair play to her, you know. And she also worked in a high end New York shoe shop and hasn't had another major role since Hairspray. She has had other roles, just none of them perhaps on the same scale as Hairspray. So number six on my list is an actor who I find to be quite funny. I'm a fan of his work. And he also served in the White House. Interesting. So I'm talking about Carl Penn. Uh, Cal or Carl? I'm awful with pronunciations, so please forgive me. The actor who starred in the comedy Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle made a surprising career switch in 
2009, where he switched from White Castle to the White House. <laughs> this saw him land a very serious role as Associate Director in the White House Office of Public Engagement under then-President Barack Obama. In April 2009, Penn joined the Obama administration as Principal Associate Editor in the White House Chief of Public Engagement. This necessitated that his TV character Lawrence Cuther be written out of house. Penn briefly left his post in June 2010 to film the third installment of the Harold and Kumar series, A Very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, which is one of my favourite Christmas films. Not traditional in the slightest, but it's well worth a watch at the Christmas time. Maybe not with the family, you know, I wouldn't call it family friendly, but it was very enjoyable nonetheless. And I really want a waffle bot. So after he finished filming that movie, he returned to his White House job. In July 2011, he again temporarily left the White House to accept a role in the television series How I Met Your Mother. Penn was co-chair of Obama's re-election campaign, and on September 3rd, 2012, he hosted coverage of the 2012 Democratic National Convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. Penn's speech at the uh, convention encouraged young people to register to vote, and he defended Obama's record. So he took this politics gig quite seriously. And, you know, that's pretty cool. Because someone who's interested in politics, well, somewhat, not to an extent where I'd go and work in, I don't know, Downing Street or anything, because that's too scandalous for my liking. But, yeah, like, someone who can play kind of typical, like, stoner characters in these sorts of comedies to go, like, a complete U-turn and have this kind of serious white-collar career, it's amazing, and wow, yeah, that's that's good. And on November 18th, 2013, Obama appointed Penn to serve on the President's Committee on the Arts and Humanities. On February 28, 2014, Penn served as the Master of Ceremonies for the White House Student Film Festival. So there you go, it's a nice little crossover there, interest in film, interest in politics, bam. Perfect. Number seven on my list is someone who perhaps has, well, they did leave Hollywood, they didn't leave it for a normal job, but then they left that job for, well, yeah, job for a somewhat more normal job, and I'm talking about Meghan Markle. Now, it's safe to say that, as I said, Meghan Markle didn't leave Hollywood for a normal job. Marrying a prince is a little different to that. But then, of course, she and her husband departed the royal family roles they were given and have since returned to more normal roles, which were still somewhat close to being back in Hollywood. Meghan and Harry continue, yet selectively, to take part in media productions, for example, Meghan narrating the Disney nature documentary Elephant in 2020. In April 2020, Meghan and Harry confirmed that an alternative foundation in lieu of the pair's Sussex Royal Organisation would be called Archwell. The name stems from the Greek word arch, which means source of action, the same word that inspired the name of their son, Archwell was registered in the United States and its website was officially launched in October 2020. So, you know, they're still kind of doing media productions in that Hollywood world, but, you know, I thought it was an interesting one. I thought I'd just throw it in there just, you know, for, well, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's quite high profile and there's very divided opinions on Harry and Meghan. I personally am in, well... I was about to say in favour of. I mean, I lead toward more supporting them personally, but that's just me. So that concludes kind of part one of this episode, where we focus on the adults who left Hollywood. And in a follow-up episode to this, we're looking at former child stars who gave up Hollywood for normal lives, essentially. So stay tuned for that coming soon. And now, it's the moment most of you have been waiting for. 
It's the Not Yet Titled News. A little homage, a little throwback to the first, well, not the first, well, yes, it started in the first episode of the podcast where Jake and I shared a weird and wonderful news story we found on the internet just by typing up weird news or that sort of thing. And as always, we never read the stories. We only, Well, we read it live, so we don't check it. Sometimes it's pretty entertaining. Sometimes they're very clickbaity. But usually they're pretty fun. So let's see what we have in store this week. Okay, so this isn't even the story I thought it was. Um, I've put the wrong link here. Because I put the link in my notes. I put the link and I put a little headline just to remind myself. So the headline I wrote was, Pensioner rescues woman on beach, turns out to be a sex doll. But the link to the article is actually a story where a woman ends up with third degree burns after attempt to spice up sex life goes wrong. So I guess they're, well, they're both to do with sex in some way. So there you go, there's that. Okay, let's begin. Woman ends up with third degree burns after attempt to spice up sex life goes horribly wrong. A woman ended up in hospital with third-degree burns after she and her partner attempted to spice up their sex life by melting down a giant gummy bear. What? The problem being gummy bears are made entirely of sugar, and melted sugar simply sticks to the skin and burns. It's not exactly something to be used for setting the mood for love. However... That's exactly what this couple did. Speaking on TLC's Sex Sent Me to the ER, the couple called Josie and Michael recounted the gummy bear tale. Oh, yeah, there's even a picture there which I'll put on screen to see them re, you know, recreating that. Hopefully they're not doing the same thing because otherwise she's going to end up in the ER room again. They explained how they previously experimented with candle wax and enjoyed it so much that they decided to get some hot food involved in their sex life. However, when Michael poured the hot liquid sugar onto his partner's chest, it simply started burning her really badly. No surprise there. Josie explained, it was hot in my head. In my head, I'm comparing it to things like candle wax, and I'm like, it's going to instantly start cooling down. But my chest was on fire. Then things took a turn for the worse. Michael, in an attempt to ease his lover's pain, started trying to lick the sugar off her. Bad idea. Oh my god, this is awful. He burnt his mouth and Josie's skin started to peel off. They rushed off to the emergency room where it was determined that Josie had suffered from third-degree burns. Dr. Jordan Moskov said burns are relatively common in ER. They're relatively uncommon self-inflicted like this, however. I've never seen someone purposely burn themselves with molten gummy candy. I've never even heard about it either, Doctor, so you're not alone there. It took several months for Josie's wounds to heal, and eventually she was left with a scar on her chest as a reminder of the dangers of messing about with liquid sugar. Now they put a bit a bit more extra research into whatever they decide to bring into the bedroom. Michael added, For both of us, it's really it really was humbling, to say the least. We do make sure to do a bit more thorough research into our endeavours. On the plus side, they're both okay now, and they've learned a valuable lesson about trying something that sounds fun, but it's actually really dangerous. That's why the internet exists, folks. Well, that wasn't the story I planned to read. It wasn't what I expected, but it was an enjoyable one in a sense that it was so random, it was so weird, I just didn't expect it. I'm sure you didn't too. Well, that concludes this week's Not Yet Titled News, and we've reached the end of the episode. So if you have enjoyed this episode, then please do, again, remember to give it a like, follow the podcast, 
follow us on social media and share it with a friend as well. I mean, wow. I, if, if Did that news story surprise you? It surprised me. Did any of these career changes surprise you? They certainly surprised me. Well, some of them did anyway. I mean, some of them is just typical Hollywood. You know, it's like now I've made my millions. I'll just go invest in a company or write a book. But hey, you know, each to their own. And if you did enjoy this content, then maybe you'll like the other content we do. Not just podcast stuff. We have our variety show and our Lego channel. So do check them out as well. The Daily Weekly Show and Daily Weekly Builds. Search them up on YouTube and they should be, fingers crossed, the first results you see. But again, thank you very much for watching. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.